listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here Wednesday for an 11-game main slate. James, you're on the playbook today. Uh, fortunately, we have gotten uh, a handful of the early injury news kind of out of the way uh, here as well. So we, we know a little bit of what we're getting ourselves into. There's still obviously plenty of time today for more news <laughs> uh, to break on such a large slate, no, no less. Um, but how are you feeling about things early on here? Uh, feeling pretty good. I come to the conclusion the Raptors just may never play any of their stars again, uh, just in full tank mode. Um, but when one door closes, another one opens, and that door is Malachi Flynn. So uh, feeling pretty good about this late so far. Um, you know, happy it's 11 games and not uh, the 13-game uh, slate it was at one point. So... Uh, ready to dive into the pod. We have some some juicy totals, uh, some big spreads, of course. When you have OKC on the slate, usually that is going to take OKC, place. OKC, you, ha- you have Washington and Sacramento going up against one another, too. Yeah, um, Washington's biggest spread currently, or biggest uh, over-under currently on the board. Um, I was just alluding to the fact that Golden State is 11-point favorites on the road here yeah. in, in OKC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, Washington Sacramento. I last I checked, it was two thirty-eight and a half. I see it at now two forty-one and a half. So the over is continuously being bet, and uh, for good reason because neither of the teams play a lick of defense. So yeah, neither team plays a lick of defense, and they have elite point guards and elite point guard matchups. So right, uh, that's where we're gonna kick this one off, James, at the point guard position. Russell Westbrook's eleven two. He's got Sacramento. I mean, him or Fox? Do you, do you have a favorite if you're picking one or the other here at this point? I mean, there's a, a near $2,000 price difference on FanDuel between the two. But, I mean, we just got 58 fantasy points out of Fox. <laughs> We've gotten 53, 47, 49, 58 out of him. Not too much different than Westbrook. Obviously, Westbrook has a little bit higher of a ceiling, of course, because uh, he can go for these triple doubles. But, I mean, Westbrook, 60, 53, 49, 62. Is 10 fantasy points worth 2K in your mind? Um, it's probably more worth more of it. It's probably closer on DraftKings, right? Um, on FanDuel, I agree. I would probably lean Fox on DK Fox up to nine six, and we get the triple double bonus for Westbrook. He's done that five times in a row, nine of ten right. games. Yep. Um, and turnovers are a big negative on FanDuel, and well, the turnovers are an extra half point. But I mean, you know, well, that's I mean, for a guy who you know. You can get a lot. There's a lot more bonuses on DraftKings that can make up for that. Like even him hitting a couple threes makes up right. for uh, those turnovers. So um, I do agree. I lean Fox on Fandle. I lean Westbrook on DraftKings. But you know, there's also the elephant of the room is like, what do we do with Steph Curry? Right. Because he's now scored 30 plus actual or more in seven consecutive games, including oh, I don't know, 53. Against Denver. Um, 55, 54, 59, 69 <laughs> DraftKings points for Steph Curry uh, the last four. And he is, he is, he's wedged price wise right in between Fox and Westbrook on this slate. 10 uh, 3 on FanDuel, 10 5 over on DraftKings. It's just, do you, and, you know, it's in my little blurb 
when the playbook does eventually release, do you believe OKC keeps this game competitive? They did kind of last night and forced the Jazz to keep their starters in. The Jazz are obviously a better team than Golden State. They were missing a lot of pieces, but still a better team overall. Um, I don't know. If you think this game can stay close, then Curry could obviously go for another 50 actual point game because that's just the type of rhythm he's in. He had 10 threes. He had 15 free throws. Like, he's really just unstoppable right now. So um, that's the. I think that's the question because, like, you, everyone is going to do exactly what you did, John. They're going to go to Westbrook. They're going to go to Fox. And then there's Curry just, like, in the middle of them. Uh, I think Curry's a, a great contrarian tournament pivot off of both those guys, considering the, the rhythm that he's in offensively. If we're looking in the middle tier, um, you have Malcolm Brogdon against Houston. Uh, Brogdon the other night had he's now had back-to-back games of 29 actual points, uh, including last night against the Clippers, went for 30, 29 actual. Only 39 fantasy points on FanDuel in that game, despite the 29, but he went for 59 fantasy points against Memphis in the game before that. We know Houston's a good matchup, and the fact that John Wall is going to play in this game, I think also maybe speaks to them being a little bit more competitive. I mean, they stayed competitive with Phoenix the other day, and we didn't think that there was a chance for that. Yeah, um, and Brogdon already has had success against Houston, 35 actual and 55 fantasy points. So I definitely think um, there's a lot of merit to this play. I like this tier. I like DeJounte a lot in cash. Um, Toronto missing a lot of guys. DeJounte Murray, 10 straight games with 30 or more DraftKings points, um, 38 per game over his last five. So, like, I think Murray and Brogdon, both 7,100 on DK are excellent plays. But, John, again, it's like we talked about this yesterday. Toronto's on the slate. We're going to just play Malachi Flynn, who's, again, only 5,500, coming off 22-5-3, two steals, 35 minutes, 40 fantasy points. It's like, why am I – I don't want to say wasting my time, but I'm getting the – the literal same production from him as I am from Brogdon and Murray, who are $1,500 more expensive yeah. than. No, that's a fair point, and, I, and I'm with you there. He's, Flynn is only 5300 and it's against San Antonio, which is a matchup that we've attacked point right. guards. And everyone's um, out. You know, Everyone. all season long. Um, you know, I think another question, um, you know, on this slate, and, and really there's a lot of guys, I think, in play under this 5K tier on FanDuel. Right. Um, at least as well. And and I want to get your take here on, um, you know, what are we doing with Cole Anthony? We have, you know, Campazzo and potentially Monty Morris with the torn ACL of Jamal Murray, um, you know, being in play here. Um, those guys are both in that, in that under, you know, $6,000 price range. Um, do we see Reggie Jackson continue to, get minutes, you know, 29, 28, 30 now, the last three games uh, for him. And he's got Detroit a little bit of a, I think he played for Detroit, maybe like a little, right? He played for them, didn't he? I think he did a revenge game there, possibly. Um, You know, Corey Joseph went for 48 fantasy points against the Clippers just a few games ago. So like, I don't know, like on this tier here, it seems pretty loaded. Yeah. And I'll even go another step forward. If, Darius Garland were to sit again. Deladova played 34 minutes and put up 27 fantasy points. I know that's not exciting, and it doesn't like, wow, he Delhi, like, yeah, but 34 minutes, 27 fantasy points ain't too shabby. So just just throw that out there as well. It could get a little muddied 
even more so than it already is. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Kojo stands out the most to me in in that tier. He's played 30-plus minutes in three straight games. He's put up 40-plus fantasy points in two of those. He's contributing in the scoring department. He's had six or more assists in four straight. He's had three or more rebounds in five straight. Um, so I think Kojo stands out the most. I Like, I don't know how to assess Denver because all year it's been Monty Morris, generally, right? I mean, Monty Morris is the guy averaging 26 minutes per game. And then suddenly it's like full 180. Compasso's suddenly starting when Murray's out. But he has only had like one productive game. But at the same time, they're both under 4K. So I think they're both viable. They also get Miami. So do I think we need to go down that far? Probably not. Um, but you can. So I think it's all fair, a fair point to make. Um, and you, you did bring up a good point, Reggie Jackson revenge. Don't revenge narratives seem to be popping a lot more lately. Like, I don't know, man. We got the Kojo revenge in Sacramento. We got the Paul George revenge last night who went for 100,000 fantasy points. I, I, I could be into some Reggie Jackson. He still put up 22 fantasy points going one of seven for the floor. So, Yep, uh, I, I'm agree with you on that one. Let's go over to shooting guard. Um, I mean, listen, we knew Paul George was going to go off last night. That seemed uh, to be a given. Uh, if Kawhi is ruled out again, would you just run right back to the well with him? Yeah, I'm also interested to see if Paul George were to sit. And I don't think he does. He, you know, we got him to play back to back in the middle of March or in the end of March here. He took 28, so- 28 shots in the second leg, but still interesting to, to note. I don't think the Clippers would, they might sit him, but if he, if Kawhi does sit and, and George plays, it's kind of a lock and load all over again, just like it was last night. Okay. Um, where else are we going at the top tier here? I mean, Bradley Beal's 8,500 now. Yeah, in a Sacramento. I think this is going to be a very popular play. I, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Beal coming off a really good game. Um, I think a lot of people will gravitate towards Levine, even though there's an obvious uh, obvious revenge narrative in that Chicago-Orlando game. Um, hint, hint, wink, wink. We'll get there. Um, but I, I do think Levine, Beal stand out. I, I think Rozier, who's listed as probable, but he was also probable on Tuesday, so something to monitor. Uh, I know he's... Yeah, He's I think Rozier's going to play. I think, he, I think yesterday was sort of a rest for him. So, yep. um, yeah, And he's actually 6900 over on FanDuel. I think that's wow. kind of a appealing price. So That is a very appealing price. So those are kind of three names I would look at. Um, Karis Levert did it again, John. You, you mentioned him yesterday. And I, was, I wasn't as bullish, I think, on Levert as you were. Uh, but I, I can get behind him here. Going up against Houston, it's a lackluster defense that uh, coming off two fifty straight or fifty fantasy point games. Um, if we go a little bit further down here, because again, there's not much at least over on Fanduel. Um, you know, under Levert, there's you know DDR revenge against a no Toronto team, right? Like, right. Yeah, I, I feel like seventy nine hundred dollars under eight K for DeRozan is is super appealing, but like. Does he play a lot in this game? Like, do they have? Does Toronto keep it close long enough? You know, um, you know. But I do like the spot here for DeRozan. Uh, I don't even know who they're gonna play uh, with no Trent, no Van Vliet. <laughs> like, 
running. Oh, it's going to be bad. 20 minutes, right? Like, right. He breaks. Embry is out with a hamstring. Uh, like, I don't know. Is Yuta, is Yuta starting tonight? Like, he may, he might have to. So Yeah, they're probably going to start Yuta, right? He's yeah. really the only one they have. Right. It's, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, they don't have guards. So, um, you know, unless they've ad- recently added somebody, I guess we'll have to take a look at, like, if they've picked up anybody recently um, to a 10-day or something. But uh, DeRozan's there. Uh, Wiggins at 7,400. Again, if you think Golden State OKC is a matchup you want to go at, um, you know, there's potentially some appeal there. Devontae Graham's at 66. Barton's at 6K. Dylan Brooks against Dallas. I don't love the matchup. Maybe it's Eric Bledsoe with, with ball. Yep. It falls out again. Yep. I, I think Bledsoe, Halliburton, that tier for me. Um, 162, 163 on DraftKings. Uh, Halliburton gets the Wizards. I don't love Bledsoe against the Knicks. I really haven't targeted a lot of guys against the Knicks lately, unless it's a big man. They just play at this incredibly slow pace, and it's just it's horrifying to watch for for your DFS lineups. That it, people just not accruing points. Um, so, like, yeah, you can go there, but it's not my favorite play. I, I'd probably rather play Halliburton against the Wizards. Uh, any other value maybe jumping out to you here? Um, again, Josh Jackson, I don't know why. I mean, I know why. Jeremy Grant's been out. I do know Grant's going to play again, but 29 minutes back-to-back games – 41 fantasy points, 26 fantasy points, but 20 actual in those two games. Yeah, we're going to have to take a look at Jackson. It looks like Graham's not active. It looks like Graham's not on the injury report. So Yeah, he's active. Um, I still think he's viable for tournaments. Uh, I, I think a lot of people will kind of come off the play, but I, I don't think that's necessarily something we should do. I still think Jackson's viable. Um, I'm going to take a look at Bruce Brown. If Kyrie's out, probably even if Kyrie plays, uh, I know we haven't officially gotten anything on Kyrie. Still, I feel like so. I'd be surprised. Okay, we're getting right now. Kevin Durant ruled out tonight. Holy crap! Okay, so Bruce Brown's in play either way. Chizoa um, obviously is out with a hand fracture. Let's see. We just got another one. Aldridge, Aldridge ruled out. So Bruce Brown, I think this is a great. Um, what do we got for Shamit too? What was Shamit? minutes on um shaman played 25 he actually played really well too um yeah we were all in on the shaman play too he's still only 3700 on fanduel blake griffin ruled out tonight so, we're getting claxton we're getting claxton we are gonna get claxton so i'm gonna i'm gonna well, say Elise? are we playing elise tonight we could play elise johnson they did sign him for the rest of the year um so shooting guard bruce brown shaman if Kyrie, so if Kyrie ends up suiting up um, Who do you play if Kyrie sits? Kyrie Irving not on the injury report, but he wasn't injured. He was a personal. So personal. So he's so if he plays, right? Because obviously, just because he's not on the injury report doesn't mean he's playing. Because again, like you just mentioned, not on the injury report, he wasn't hurt. He wasn't um, hurt. How would you? Okay, just like circling back to point guard because we've already talked at the top. Westbrook, Curry, Fox are elite. How would you slot Kyrie into that equation? I mean, this is still a tough matchup for Kyrie, it's Simmons. right? He's getting Simmons. Simmons. Now, we've seen Kyrie look really good alone. Like, in those those games, he went for 40, and he had a 24-15 against the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Fit back-to-back 50 fantasy point games. Like, he's not free, though. He's 9,800 on DraftKings. Yeah. I'd rather just play Fox, I think. Okay, uh, I, I definitely think it's a tough matchup because 
you know, it's a Simmons... good pivot, but yeah, it's just a matchup. We know that they're just a really strong defensive team. How long is Brooklyn staying competitive, and does Kyrie play right. through that? Right, right. Like Joe, like JoJo tonight is gonna just eat. He's gonna moon, right? Like yeah. he's ceiling game for JoJo here. Of course, the last couple of times I've caught ceiling games for him, he's gotten hurt. So, yeah, <laughs> some, something happens where you know Joel Embiid has twenty four points in the first quarter and then gets hurt, and you're like. Ugh. I remember that night, a couple months, the first injury where he had yeah. like he had literally had like twenty four first quarter points. And we're yeah, like, it's like Holy Portland or something like that, right? Like he just is absolutely eating and gets hurt right away. Um, so I do. So Kyrie definitely on on our radars, but I do like Bruce Brown quite a bit. I do like Landry Shamit quite a bit uh, for tournaments for sure. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, and Shamit at thirty seven hundred is yep. On both sides, thirty-seven hundred. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one to uh, look past. I think if you're looking at value, uh, where are you with Jalen Brunson? Uh, again, even with <laughs> yeah. even with Porzingis playing, like he's he's off the bench and he's productive. Yeah, forty-eight hundred. It's a good price. He continues to score the basketball. Um, yeah, I'm fine with it. He's going to play thirty minutes, whether you know he's coming off the bench or not. So thirty minutes. Uh, give me Brunson. I also like the flip side of that matchup with Grayson Allen, who's back to playing 30 plus minutes a game too. So, uh, Grayson Allen coming off 32 minutes, 24 fantasy points. Uh, I think both those dudes are in play. So Paul Watson is going to be available for Toronto tonight. Um, okay. I don't uh, like, uh, he hasn't, he scored three total points this season. Um, so I'm just, uh, I'm just letting you I, know that he's going to be available. So, uh, and, and probably going to play. <laughs> why did you? He scored. So last time we Paul Watson, John. I don't think that if Paul Watson played. Oh, that's a per game. Sorry, that was a per game. Per yeah. Game. Um. He. I mean, last time we saw him in action was the twenty fourth of March. Yep. He played twenty one minutes. He hit four threes. He had twelve six rebounds, two assists. Yep, I'm actually looking at it right now. There was a really run. There was a run of games where he had to get minutes because of all these. Actually all these... played. Actually played a whole yeah, bunch of 27, minutes. 27, 27, 21, I mean, 20. We're probably this. Is, he's got to be three K on draft. It's, right? He's yeah. He's yeah. He's three K. Yeah. You got to play him. Yeah, it's Paul. Yeah, it's Paul Watson. Paul Watson chalk night. Who thought we'd uh, never thought we'd make it here, but here we are. And, and, and my guy Yuta in two of the last three has gone for over twenty fantasy points. This is also this is also true. Yeah. What's yep. his What's his DraftKings price? Um, so he's a power forward, I believe. I just saw it. Uh, right. yeah, he's a 30... shooting guard on Fanduel. So. <laughs> he's a thirty-one hundred dollar PF okay. on uh on DK. Cool for Yuta. Good for him. But uh, another guy that probably is going to find his way into some lines. All right, small forward. Uh, Durant, we know is out. Kawhi, we know is questionable. I'm not paying over ten K for him, anyways. Uh, so the tier that we're looking at here is Butler at ninety three. Uh, Ingram is at $8,100 of balls out again. Listen, I said this to you the last podcast that we did. Seven assists in that game. If yep. Lonzo Ball is out, Brandon Ingram's like point Ingram at this point. He's got yep. 15 assists over the last two games. I think he's better with the ball in his hand, you know, just higher, seemingly <laughs> higher everything. Now he's had better matchups, Cleveland and Sacramento. The Knicks, slow, good defensively, you know, not a great game environment for him, but I mean... As long as Lonzo's out, they don't have any backup point guards, really. Like, Ingram seemingly is stepping up his game here. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go there. It's probably a price point thing for me. 
He's 86 on DraftKings, and it's price point matchup. I, I like I get it, and I think you're spot on with your analysis. But I just I'm just not. Gonna I think do everything it you said is right. I'm not playing him. <laughs> I mean, like DeRozan, no, 700 I cheaper. I it's a big slate. It's not a great matchup. There's other higher scoring, uh, other uh, higher scoring uh, matchups to take advantage of. I, I understand all of the reasons not to play him. I just, you know, the the reasons to play him, I just wanted to uh, to put out there. Because, I mean, listen, for $700 less, you have Michael Porter with no Jamal Murray, right? Like, right. And and on DraftKings, $700 less, I have DeRozan, who's small forward only, oh. against the Raptors. So I have DeRozan at 79 on DraftKings. Michael Porter, for some reason, is still $7,200. They just do not give him any... Um, price bump and he continues to just dominate uh, every literally every time out. Um, it's Michael Porter's junior season every time he steps on the floor. Uh, so I'd rather go there. And then on the flip side of of Brendan Ingram, RG Barrett, look, he shot the ball like crap, two for eleven, but he's sixty four hundred and this is a great spot. New Orleans, yeah. a bottom five defense in the league. He's so. sixty sixty one on Fanduel. Um, I think I agree. We love going at wings here against the Pelicans. Now we typically like wings against the Pelicans because they they're terrible defending the perimeter. But Barrett is not a perimeter shooter, so um, you know he he did hit six threes against Boston a couple games ago. But generally, thirty eight percent, John, thirty eight percent from three. All right, it's on. All right, it's on the up. It's on the up and up. But I know last year he wasn't good, and earlier this year he wasn't that great. So I'm good to see. Glad to see that that's starting to improve then. So I'll give him a little more credit than I just did then. He's uh, developing his game. Good on good on RJ there. Uh, Bridges is 63. If you want to go run that one back with him, maybe maybe better with, with Rozier in the lineup and not Caleb Martin potentially. Um, who knows? Martin had a big double-double last night. It was like the second highest scoring player basically on the slate. Uh, OG and Obi is at $6,800. Um, I think all of those guys are in play. But James... Are we in for another Lou Dort shooter? <laughs> well, I was going to ask. You You mentioned the second highest scoring player in the slate, John. Who is the highest scoring player in the slate? The answer <laughs> is Lou Dort. Um, 16 of 31 last night. <laughs> look, 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 look. Lou Dort might not score 42 points the next three games combined. I think we missed the boat on the Lou Dort game. We did give him a lot of love yesterday. Uh, we shouted him out on the podcast and the live stream. Yeah, I just and it was I against Utah for crying out loud in a, Utah. <laughs> in Utah. Um, like, so I guess like here's uh, my question though, right? Like if OKC goes back to that big lineup with with Roby, Basley, Brown, like who are the shooters that are on the floor? Lou <laughs> Dort. It's Lou Dort. So like another twenty plus shots incoming. I just wonder where his legs are, right? Like traveling yeah. now on the road, second night of a back to, oh, they're home, but they were on the road last night, second night of a back to back. I know it's not like a long distance from Utah to OKC. I'm just guessing. I don't have a map in front of me, but, uh, you know, it feels like they're in the same part of the country. So, you know, a couple hour flight, maybe, but, uh, you know, uh, you know. You know. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, geography wasn't my strong suit, but <laughs> I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's close. To I mean, one another like here on a map, you know, like yeah, it's only yeah, yeah. a couple inches right away on a map. Uh, Salt Lake City to Oklahoma City. Let's see what we got. Salt Lake City <laughs> to Oklahoma City. Professor and uh, It's a two-hour flight for sure. Oh, they were there. They were there right away. You know, you you jump on a Delta Airlines, you're there in two hours and twenty minutes. So, 
Uh, I am sure that they were there probably quicker than that. If they wanted to drive it, 18 hours. Don't think they took the bus. So I don't think uh, they took the bus. I don't yeah, think this is minor league baseball. Yeah, no, no, no. I think they were fine. <laughs> uh, so Dort 5700, uh, you know, cheaper than Barrett, cheaper than Bridges. Um, great spots. <laughs> what do we make of Kevin Porter, who next to John Wall had himself 22 and 14 in 40 minutes against Phoenix? <laughs> yeah, man, he's uh, the dude's special, and uh, probably shouldn't have been. Cleveland Fry shouldn't have given up on him. I know there was like, uh, like you know, surround like things outside of basketball that that you know uh, ran its course, but um. Kid's just special, bro. He's just special. So, uh, if you if you want to roster Kevin Porter in a tournament, by all means. Now we did get a look the game before what the what the floor is when he doesn't shoot the ball well. You know, four for thirteen from the floor, twenty one fantasy points. So uh, the shot once when the shot falls, we could be in for a big big night. So uh, definitely a tor- tournament play only. Um. Ken Bazemore, if Uber sits, yep. he's up to fifty one hundred now on FanDuel. Um, on Giraffe Kings, he is forty eight, but that's because he continues to produce. So yeah, uh, I can get behind Bazemore, uh, especially considering he's playing thirty plus minutes in Uber's absence. Uh, Joe Harris is below him at five k. Yep. Sure, I mean Joe Harris is gonna play a whole bunch of minutes, right? I think we could see. Uh, that small forward, I mean, Harris, they, Elise Johnson is a small forward only on DraftKings. Probably not, like, a priority, but he signed a multi-year deal. So, you know, could be in the rotation. And then um, TLC, LaWu La Cabaret, Cabarro, uh, probably in play, too. He's played 24 more minutes in three or four. So probably all three of those guys are options. Um, there's really no more value for me. It's on FanDuel, at least at small forward. You said Elise, he's a power forward as a mid price guy over on FanDuel. So, um, worth looking there at power forward. We have the Randall Williamson, uh, matchup. Where are we uh, taking a look there? We have a 10, one Zion versus a nine, four Randall. I just prefer the Knicks side in this game. Um, they're getting the pace spot. They're going up against the worst defense. Julius Randle has looked damn good from a fantasy perspective lately. So uh, I prefer Randle on this slate specifically. Um, Zion is in play in tournaments. You know, nobody can stop Zion right now. He scored 30 again against Sacramento, played 39 minutes. So, like, he's obviously in play for tournaments, but I prefer Randle. I think you can use Randle in all formats here, averaging 50 and one fantasy points per game over his last six. Uh, very hard not to like him in a in a in a really tasty matchup offensively. Um, I agree with you. Where are you going out below them in the mid tier? We have Zinger Sabonis down to eighty eight hundred against Houston. Um, Siakam is eighty six against yep. San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, I think we have to take a look at Siakam. I know that Porzingis is playing well. 8900 is a little too steep for me. I would rather save $400 and play Siakam. Um, other than that, though, like, man, I, I don't know. Because Larry Nance returning from injury, that hurts Kevin Love, right? Kevin Love, we saw play over 30 minutes, which was great to see. 
do you think like do you think Kevin Love is just settled into thirty plus minutes? Because if he is, if you tell me you think Kevin Love plays thirty minutes regardless of Larry Nance's return, so um, I don't think so. I think that the fact that Nance and Allen are both back for this game hurts because he was hurts starting at center for them. Right. So I mean, I he's going to start. I, I still think yeah, he he's going to start at power forward, but his minutes were coming. I think at center. Right. Because um, we saw Torian Prince get a lot of run. We were seeing Wade get a lot of run. Um, I think he's going to probably, I mean, he should start at power forward, I would imagine. But I don't know if 30 minutes are where he's going to be with everybody healthy. Uh, I want to play him. I want to play him at 30 minutes. Or if I knew he was going to play 30 minutes, I think it's a good spot, regardless of those guys being back. But I just... It's not something I can trust. I think this is the weakest position on the board by a, by a mile. I think by it's top-heavy. It's top-heavy. Yeah. Right? You know, if you... if I mean... I don't love the mid... I do not Caleb love the McDaniel's 57. Marcus Moore's 56. Yeah, McDaniel's still under 5K, so, like, that's an obvious play, um, especially with P.J. Washington already rolled out again, so we're expect 40 minutes like he, like he gave us. Um, we've seen... So Marcus Morris was obviously great. We've seen him also sit on back-to-backs. That wouldn't shock me at all. If he plays, I think he's in pl- I think he's firmly in play. If he doesn't, Batum looked great last night. Batum's actually looked pretty good in in back-to-back games now. I, honestly, three straight. Um What so is would... your Kem Birch price tag? Hey, Kem Birch. He's a power forward on FanDuel, so. Um of course we joke about it. He plays 25 minutes last night. Yeah, we played more, he played Boucher. more than Boucher. You called it. Uh, um, he is thirty-three. He's a thirty-three hundred dollars center. Okay, I mean, like twenty-five minutes last night. If he's seeing twenty-five minutes for them, like <laughs> they have less bodies and they have less active bodies tonight than they did last night. Right. Um. <laughs> so I think he's going to be a guy. And then my call from the other night, Daniel Tice. Yes, sir. Uh, another twenty-seven minutes, eighteen, four, and two. The last three of the last four, again, I don't know what happened in this Atlanta game. I'm not box score searching or anything like that, but three of the last four, 26, 28, 27 minutes for Chicago. He's off the bench. He's playing a ton for them. This is a good role for him. He's only $4,000, and he's going up against Orlando here. Like, I still don't understand why Boston traded him. I will. Uh, they wanted to give more <laughs> minutes for Rob Williams, but then decided to start playing Tristan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that's a sound strategy. Um, it's frustrating to know it. <laughs> uh, Tice is only a center on DraftKings. Okay. Um, but I would, I would definitely, he would definitely make my player pull, and so would John, Mo Harkless, who I know you once again, again went for thirty four minutes and had fifteen five three and two. Now, Rashawn Holmes is out, mm-hmm. but the, there's a return of Buddy Heald. So I guess the question is, like, does – well, I guess Heald's questionable, so he's not officially active. So this um, is, a, is this a white side night? It could be a white side night. Did white side against the Wizards at mid-price. But, but, but here's the thing. They have, like, not deployed white side for more – and we don't need – we don't need 30 minutes out of Whiteside to for him to be productive, but they really don't. Who did they play after it. Holmes got hurt? Let us go to 
Because Whiteside did not suit up for that game against the Pelicans. He's a popcorn machine. So, so who played game flow? Okay, I got it. So um, they played Harkless 30 minutes. They played Damian Jones, who they signed. Okay. He, he started the second half and played the first 10 minutes of the second of the third quarter and then finished the game playing the last nine minutes of it. So Damian Jones. Was Whiteside maybe just inactive for that game or. Um, Hassan he didn't play against Utah. Played in that game. Oh, he did. Played three minutes. Right. Played three minutes. He was surpassed by Damian Jones uh, on the depth chart. Uh, Damian Jones is also a mid-price center for so which, center whoever just, starts. Would you would you play them at mid-price against the Wizards? Probably, yeah. But also, couldn't you see a scenario where it's like instead of going big, because the Wizards could just use like a smaller lineup and do like Bertans Hachimura, and in that regard, my man Harkless is back in play. I mean, he might be in play anyway. I'm just saying they might not even need to run the center. We'll see. Uh, but Damian Jones, probably whoever starts. Probably whoever starts is the answer. Um, but, man, that's that game starts at 10, so we're probably not going to know the answer to that question. Probably not going to know the answer to that question. I agree. Um, any other power forwards to you? No, let's move on to center. All right, we'll finish this off. We'll go to center. Jokic against Miami is 10-9 and beats 10-1 against Brooklyn. Uh, I just wanted to skim through that real quick because we have Vucevic in a revenge game at 9,100 against Orlando. Yeah, he's been really good. Um, I mean, just looking at the look, just box score watching four of his last six games, he's gone for 44 more fantasy points. And like you mentioned, he's going up against his former team. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough Tough to sell me on not just going down to spend on him when Philly likely in a blowout unless Kyrie pulls some magic out of his hat. And Jokic, not in the greatest matchup. But I will say there's no Jamal Murray, and Jokic has looked tremendous without him. So, um, Where are you with uh, Mr. Valanchunas tonight against Dallas? I mean, the guy is just... He's just killing everything in sight. I don't think it matters who's in, who's out for Dallas, who's in, who's out for Memphis. Valanciunas is killing everyone he sees. So uh, I'm going to keep going back to that well because his price also just doesn't ever change. Like, it's just never where it should be. He what should is he be, on DraftKings now? He's 76. Okay, he's up to 81 on FanDuel. Like, that's where he should be, right? Like, he should be in the eights. Without a doubt, I think he should be in the eights. Um, Does not. Antonio play tomorrow? Uh, let us see the schedule. San Antonio does not. We have a four-gamer. Um, San Antonio plays Friday. That's the next time well, they play. Well, back in, back in the saddle then? Pirtle back in the saddle for sure. Um, he's really good. I don't know. Uh, also, John, Moses Brown getting minutes again. 26 last night. They barely played Tony Bradley. Yep. I don't know if you would go there, but we know he's a fantasy point per minute monster. Yeah, we'll see. Brown is forty-seven. I think there's some certainly interest there. 
Uh, Zubax is 51. Uh, Kelly O is 61. John, what if uh, I could get behind Kelly O? What if we see Zubax sit and Demarcus Cousins start? Why do we think Zubax sits? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just finding a reason to play Demarcus Cousins. Okay, yeah, no, I can't play Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. Uh, Goga probably right. Does Turner out still? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, he's it's not it's not a confirmed um injury, but he's missed the last couple and. Um, he was like ruled out so early in the day yesterday that I'd have a hard time like just envisioning him suddenly the next day being able to play. Uh, Biombo, would we go back to the Biombo? Yeah, I guess we can go back to Biombo. It's frustrating that they went to him over Zeller, but Biombo is mid price on FanDuel. I wish they didn't, but he played 27 minutes and had a double-double, right? I know. So. I know. It's aggravating. It's annoying. Uh, Damian Jones or Biombo, if you had to pick one, if they were both starting? Mm, I mean, we love attacking. Like, we've attacked Jared Allen in Brooklyn, like, ad nauseum for the last few years. So, probably Biombo. I know the matchup is is great for for Damian Jones, but like what has Damian Jones ever done to like yeah suggest that he would be this like this great play, you know? I agree. Um so Ali's only played nine minutes yesterday for Minnesota. So I wonder if it is Claxton. For Brooklyn. For Brooklyn. Sorry for Brooklyn against Minnesota. Um it could be Claxton. I mean we love we love Claxton. So like hopefully it is him, honestly. Right. He played Claxton played 20 minutes still um yesterday, so and no Blake. Uh, uh, no Blake, Jeff, we, no Aldridge. Like it's huh? it's him and Jeff Green. Yeah, we didn't give Jeff Green any love, but it's probably him and Jeff Green tonight. Um, but I I will say Elise could be in play if you think this game is gonna be a blowout. Like he's right. gonna play a whole bunch of minutes. He in that Utah game where everyone's at, he played that was the the fifty point explosion. Right. Um out of nowhere. And they lost by they literally lost by thirty. So like if you think that's Kawhi the case, officially ruled out. Kawhi officially ruled out. Wonder if we get Paul George news. I, mean, I don't know. He's out. Getting... Paul George out. Paul George out. So yep. let's just before we go, we Terrence definitely Mann. it's Terrence Mann's season. I think it's Marcus Morris for sure, unless he gets ruled out. Um so we we're fully expecting Kennard to start again. Um Jackson has been tremendous uh, without these guys. So I think Jackson, um, Rondo played another 18 minutes last night. He put up 21 fantasy points. You don't need to go there. I think there's a lot of uh, value at point guard, but just a thought. I think, like, how would you rank, like, Jackson, Mann, Kennard, Morris are probably tier one options. I think Morris is my favorite player on the, on the, in the game. Yes, as long as he plays, their tier, I, I think he's definitely a, an elite option because he's going to score. He's going to be gonna their take, primary. He's going to take like twenty shots. Yeah, him and Jackson going to be their primary scorers. Kennard, and there's revenge know. in that game too. He played for the Pistons. They true, and so did and so did Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm, true, and so did Reggie Jackson. So it's the old Pistons versus the new Pistons tonight. It's the, <laughs> it's the old bad boys versus the new bad boys. New Kelly Oubre officially ruled out. Yep. So we're going back to the base, Marwell. 
Yeah, Bazemore very much back in play here. Uh, Wiggins, you know, is good. Do we think Draymond can repeat his performance from the other night? 61, what, it's 18, 7, and 7 or something like that? It's a great spot, dude. It's a great spot. Uh, and I, I always tell you, I like playing Draymond when Curry is active and when he's playing at this level because a lot of times he's being set up by Draymond. Like, we've had seven or more assists and eight straight games. Um, I think that there's upside for it. Obviously, the scoring hasn't been there to for us to expect it to happen again, but I do think I do think it could be in play and it's something to to consider uh, for tournaments. Uh, Kevin Looney played 31 minutes, had zero points, but 11 boards. Anything there for you? I don't know, man. There's a lot of value at center. I agree. A ton of value. He's also mid-priced on Fandle. There's like four mid-priced centers on Fandle. <laughs> so, um, Great. This is at least a slate where it's big enough where you're, you know, the value is going to be chalky because like there's a lot to pay up for where yesterday there was no one to pay up for. So um, I think this Pistons, not Pistons, sort sort of Pistons, but Clippers uh, value is going to play up pretty big. And then we'll, uh, I guess we'll see where the rest of this slate takes us. Again, James is on the playbook, a lot more work for him to do now. Uh, And uh, we'll have the rest of the content out. We'll have live stream for you all. Uh, you know where to get us in chat, on site, on Twitter. Uh, but you can hit us up there, and we will catch you guys later.